Pastor Xavier Reese and the simple truths and power of words. The mouth that writes is a well of life. Have you ever been bummed out and really down and everybody getting down on you and some Barnabas comes by your side and says, Hey, I'll take a chance on you. And he exhorts you and he loves you and he makes a difference. You know, we can either break a person with our mouth or we can help them. All it takes is just a good word, a kind word. Well, this is what he's speaking about. Welcome to Simple Truths, the daily half-hour study of God's Word with Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. As a parent, I'll bet on a daily, even hourly basis, you desperately need to turn to the instruction manual that came with your children. What do you mean you didn't get one? Well, none of us did. So where do you go for help? According to Pastor Xavier, God has given us the best set of instructions for living ever. And you can find these simple truths in the book of Proverbs. And it's in chapter 10 where our verse-by-verse study series of the book of Proverbs continues today. Let's listen. Chapter 10, verse 1 says, The Proverbs of Solomon, A wise man maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. It's interesting that as a son is growing up, there's always a tendency of the father not to be so worried about his son as he is about a daughter. And it's also interesting that when a son really does well, the father perhaps says, that's my son. (laughs) But when he is a no good for nothing, he says, that's her son. (laughs) And yet there is a certain reward as a parent that when your children grow, you can see the fruit of your labor. You see, you will never know the success and the effectiveness of your life to your children until they grow up. It's not while they're growing up in your home because they're under your control. The evidence will be once they get on their own. While they're in your home, they kind of have to do what you tell them. They don't always. But once they leave the home, then you're going to see what happened really with the Word of God in their heart. Verse 2 says, Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivereth from dead. And how true this is. The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish. He casteth away the substance of the wicked. God is faithful to provide for us, and yet some people have so much, and yet they have nothing. He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. Again, Solomon has a lot to say about lazy people. Christians should not be lazy. Christians should be diligent to work at all times. I think the animal kingdom is a perfect teaching example for us. They all have to labor for their meat. Shouldn't we? He that gathereth in the summer is a wise son. He that sleepeth in the harvest is a son that causes shame. The sluggard again. Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. I think it's interesting that he says that the blessings upon the head of the just. In other words, they fall upon the head and they funnel down. But then when he says that violence covers the mouth, isn't that interesting? That's where it comes out of. Violence begins there. When you get angry, what's the first thing you want to do? Batter somebody with your mouth. You see, and Jesus Christ said, from the heart proceeds evil thoughts, fornication, adultery. And the violence begins from the heart and it's, and it's brought forth. James speaks about the tongue in James 3 and it mentions it in every chapter. As you go through the Proverbs, he has a lot to say about the tongue. 
It gets us in a lot of trouble. Verse 7 he says, The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. In other words, if you're a good guy, and if people are enriched by your presence and by your life, the memory will be sweet and it will be blessed. But when you're a creep and you're doing your own thing, when you die, they say, thank God. And that's what he's speaking about. Nobody remembers him. Verse 8 says, The wise in heart will receive commandments, but the prating fool shall fall. I think Balaam's a perfect example of that. Remember the prophet Balaam? God says, don't go. They came back. They enticed him with money. He sought God to let him go. God gave him the condition to wait till they come in the morning. He didn't wait. He split. And this is a perfect example. This is a wise in heart will receive commandments, but a prating fool shall fall. Sometimes we think we know better than God. Sometimes we get carried away by the immediate thing, and then we end up falling. He says, He that walketh upright walketh surely, but he that perverteth his ways shall be known. The Bible says your sin will find you out. Everything's open and naked. Have you ever had a person you admired very much, thought very highly of them, and then maybe years down the line some things were disclosed to you and you couldn't believe it? It's very disappointing. And yet that's what he's saying here. The upright walketh surely, but he that perverteth his ways shall be known. You might put on a big front, but if you're really not for real, you're going to be found out one of these times. He that winketh with his eye causes sorrow, but a prating fool shall fall. And this speaks of the man who's flaunting himself around or the woman who can kind of just weave in and out. And they know the ways of the world and they bring sorrow. And the ultimate end is fall. The mouth of the righteous man is a well of life, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. As God has us go through this life, there can be so much good that comes from our mouth. It's hard sometimes because we are evil and we are wicked. And so many times we want to be so cutting and yet all it takes is just a good word, a kind word, sometimes to just turn a life around or to make a day. And this is what it's speaking about. The mouth of the righteous is a well of life. Have you ever been bummed out and really down and everybody getting down on you and some Barnabas comes by your side and says, hey, I'll take a chance on you. And he exhorts you and he loves you. And he makes a difference. Well, this is what he's speaking about. You know, we can either break a person with our mouth or we can help them. And it's very important. I think that's important to carry it over to our children. Sometimes we destroy them with our mouth. And a child is very vulnerable to destruction through our mouth. And we have to be careful what we do to them and how we discipline them through our mouth to make sure it's edifying and not destructive. Verse 12 says, Hatred stirreth up strifes, but love covereth all sins. The New Testament says, Love covers a multitude of sins. I'm amazed of how quick we want to disclose another person's sin. Did you hear that? He's... You know, when God allows you to come to the knowledge of sin in somebody's life, the best thing you can do is to pray for it and bury it. <laughs> Don't go tell anybody. If God has allowed you to come to a knowledge of somebody that is in sin, then you deal with that person in terms of exhortation and reproof and prayer and love. But don't go spread it around. 
only if that person is contaminating the body, then should you confront somebody else about it. And then it should be the elders of the church, not the people of the church. Lest they mark him and then hold a begrudgment against him and he's never the same. I think we should have wisdom. Love covers a multitude of sins. You know, if my brother's in adultery or fornication or whatever, and I find out about it, but God leads me to him, and I pray for him, and I minister unto him, and, and I spend time with him, maybe months with him, and I see him turn around, and he comes back to fellowship, and nobody ever knows except for me. And I never tell anybody, because nobody's business. You see, that's love. I don't want anybody to find out about different things. The less people know, the better. God knows. That's all that's important. And that's what this proverb is speaking about. Verse 13 says, And the lips of him that hath understanding wisdom is found, but a rod of the back, a rod for the back of him that is void of understanding. You know, some people will learn by words. Some people you have to beat them to death, and they still don't learn. Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. The rich man's wealth is a strong city. The destruction of the poor is his poverty. In other words, rich men trust in their riches. The poor man has poverty. You know, it doesn't make any difference. He's not rich anyway. The labor of the righteous tendeth to life, the fruit of the wicked to sin. He is in the way of life that keepeth instruction, but he that refuseth reproof erreth. I think this is very evident especially as we grow up in our teenage life and we think our parents are squares, nerds, and they don't know what's happening. And we choose to do our own thing and we end up erring. He that hideth hatred with lying lips and he that uttereth a slander is a fool. In other words, he's speaking about being a hypocrite. In the multitude of words, there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. There's the tongue again. The tongue of the just is as choice silver. The heart of the wicked is little worth. What kind of tongue you have? Silver? Do you know that silver symbolically is redemptive? Do you redeem every opportunity you get to open your mouth or is it a tongue of brass? Judgment. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for want of wisdom. <laughs> the blessing of the Lord it maketh rich and he addeth no sorrow with it as we yield ourselves to the Lord he makes our lives so rich and everything he allows us to go through even though it is painful at the time the ultimate end is fruit and not for the purpose to break our spirit or to cause us to sorrow it is as sport to a fool to do mischief, but a man of understanding hath wisdom. Isn't that the case when people are in the world, and many of us were in the world? Every time we were out there, we were trying to outdo ourselves or to our, outdo our friends. And we really looked at mischief as a sport to see how good you could get at it. See how many people you can deceive, see how many people you can get over. And then after we conquered and after we did it, we boasted. And when we didn't do so hot, we made up a big story. <laughs> the fear of the wicked, it shall come upon him. But the desire of the righteous shall be granted. As the whirlwind passes, so is the wicked no more. But the righteous is an everlasting foundation. Psalm 1 says that very clearly. 
The righteous is one that's planted by the rivers of water, bringing forth fruit in its due season. His lift shall not wither, and whatever he doeth shall prosper. But the wicked are not so. They're only temporal. They're here for a while, and they do have an end. As vinegar to the teeth, and as smoke to the eyes, so is the slugger to them that send him. Have you ever had smoke in your eyes? What does it do? It makes you cry. It irritates you. Vinegar to your teeth, it makes them like really rough. And he says, so is one that is lazy. At first you do it out of love, but pretty soon he becomes a burden, an irritation. And I've spoken much to the body about this, and I say it every once in a while. Be careful of people that try to fleece you. And they try to lay a big spiritual trip on you. If God shows you a person to help out, fine. But make sure that they are equally trying to help themselves. And they're not taking advantage of you. There comes a point in time when a person has to help himself. And there has to be that evidence of effort to get out of the condition and situation they find themselves in. If not, they will take advantage of it. The fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inhabit the earth. Everybody's fighting for obtaining their little possessions on earth. Realty, gold, everything else. And it's funny that the more people fight to attain, the harder it is to maintain. <laughs> you know, it's a continual struggle to keep what they have. People are worried because they don't have money. And once they have money, they're worried about losing it. The more money you make, the more you have to know about the tax bracket because you're trying to find the loopholes. <laughs> So if it isn't one thing, it's another. He says, The mouth of the just bringeth forth wisdom, but the forward tongue shall be cut out. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked speaketh forwardness. Presumptuous. No wisdom because he fears not God. Now chapter 11 says, A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. Now we see this even through the Old Testament and through the Proverbs. God likes honesty. And what some of the Jews used to do, they used to have two weights. This pound would say, this weight would say eight pounds, but it would actually be lighter. And this weight would say eight pounds, but it would be heavier. And when he was going to buy something, he would use the lighter one so he can get a better price. And when he sold something, he would use the heavier one to get more money. <laughs> and he says, I don't like false balances. Pastor Chuck was speaking about a story that he heard, and it's just a good illustration. This guy, um, it was in Europe somewhere, I believe, and, and this um, baker took this farmer to court, and he says, you know, I started buying butter from this guy, you know, for many years, and progressively he just kept getting, you know, giving me less and less and less, and, and it comes to the point now that I'm getting three quarters of a pound, I'm still paying for a pound of butter. And the farmer came up, and he defended himself, and he says, well, judge, he says, all I can say is that I take my butter, and I put the baker's bread on one side of my scale, I only have a balancing scale, and that's supposed to be one pound, 
And whatever that balanced out, that's the amount of butter I give to him. And you see, and the baker himself was ripping them off. We're always trying to rip people off, you know. Or we're going to go buy something and we'll say, how much for this? They say, five dollars. Oh, five dollars, that's too much. So the guy says, okay, I'll give it to you for three. You walk away and say, hey, I ripped that guy off. This thing's worth at least nine dollars. <laughs> you know, we're always looking for, to get a, an advantage over people. Verse 2, he says, when pride cometh, then cometh shame. But when the lowly, with the lowly, is wisdom. Exaltation, humility, contrast. The integrity of the upright shall guide them. But the perverseness of the transgressor shall destroy them. You bring destruction upon yourself. Riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivereth from death. You know, regardless of how much money you have, there comes a point in time in your life that you can get yourself in such a circumstance that no money is going to help you. You have to pay the consequences, and that's what the teaching here is. The righteousness of the perfect shall direct his ways, but the wicked shall fall by his own wickedness. And the contrast is between righteousness and wickedness. The righteousness of the upright shall deliver them, but transgressors shall be taken in their own naughtiness. Ultimate destruction. When a wicked man dieth, his expectation shall perish, and the hope of an unjust man perisheth. In other words, it's false hope. A lot of people in this life say, oh, we're all going to have a blast when we get to heaven, man. Or we're all going to be there. Or they make fun, they say, hey, when I die, I'm going to go to hell. All my buddies are going to be there. We're going to have a blast. But when they die, whatever hope they had in this life, it's gone. It will never be fulfilled. The righteous is delivered out of trouble, and the wicked cometh in his stead. A hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor. But through knowledge shall the just be delivered. Have you ever had a neighbor that wears different masks? <laughs> you know, he, he tells you one thing and he's another thing and he goes down the street and he talks to another neighbor and he tells him another thing and, you know, hypocrite. But then, you know, notice that it says there, he destroys his neighbor. Have you ever had a neighbor that instigates trouble through different neighbors too and he gets the whole neighborhood all abroad and... And he stands there and gets a big kick out of it. This is what it's speaking about. When it goeth well with the righteous, the city rejoices. And when the wicked perish, there is shouting. In other words, when people are righteous, then benefit comes and the city prospers. And when the wicked perisheth, the city rejoices because there's no more pressure, no oppression on them. I think a perfect example is of Saul and of David. The people rejoice over David and they learn to despise Saul. The same thing was equally of Rehoboam, Solomon's son. He overtaxed the people. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He that is void of wisdom despises his neighbor but a man of understanding holdeth his peace. You know, I've, my prayer is that as I grow older, I talk less. And when I do talk, it's quality. There's a tendency as we're young to think that we know a lot and we're always talking. And there's so much wisdom in just listening. 
and just learning and, 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 and discerning, especially when you're comparing it to the Word of God. And I think that's neat when I see young men and young women that when they talk, there's so much wisdom come out of them, I blow my mind. And then I listen to an older man, perhaps 50 or 60, and he opens his mouth and no wisdom whatsoever. Here's a good one. A talebearer revealeth secrets, but he that is a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Sort of like love covers a multitude of sins. There are some people that can't wait to get a hold of some juicy news to spread it around. I mean, they, they live off of that. But the true spiritual person conceals the matter. Galatians 6.1 says that. We're to take those that are weak and to undergird them. Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. I think it's important that we not only think that wisdom is with us, and that if we die, wisdom will perish with us, but that we'll be open to people that are older than us and wiser than us and have had more experience than us, and we go to them for that advice. But I equally believe that some people always run around for advice from everybody, and they hear so many opinions that by the time they get through, they're confused. <laughs> so there's a danger in that also. I think there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors. But I believe that it shouldn't be your manner of living. You should be able to live your own life and in those rough areas be open for advice and you weighing the balances come to that conclusion as you judge it with the word of God. So there's that balance. Verse 15 says, He that is surety for a stranger shall smart for it and he that hateth surety is sure. In other words, a guy that guarantees something for somebody else, most of the time he gets burnt. A gracious woman retaineth honor and strong men retain riches. And he compares it to honor with riches. And honor is far greater in riches than any riches of this world. Don't give your honor to anybody else. Young ladies, you keep yourself for that man. Young man, you keep yourself for that lady. And you give your honor to each other and to God and no one else. The merciful man doeth good to his own soul, but he that is cruel troubleth his flesh. Isn't it the truth that when we were in the world or people were in the world and they are cruel and they live under envy, strife, perverseness, they give this aura of how fun it is and how neat it is and how exciting it is. But if you take a look at them 10 or 15 years down the line, Look at the evidence. What does it say? They trouble their own soul. And you know, it seems so much fun when you're in the world. But the end is destruction. You trouble your own soul. You destroy those that really love you. You abuse those that really want to help you. And when you get to the end of your life, you're all alone. Bitter and ugly. No outlook to life. And this is what the Proverbs really speaking about. Verse 18 says, The wicked worketh a deceitful work, but to him that soweth righteousness shall be a sure reward. Right words for righteous living from Pastor Xavier Rees and today's simple truths from the book of Proverbs. And you can hear this message again anytime online 
By simply selecting today's date at the radio listings link, you'll find at CalvaryChapelPasadena.com. But there's much more to come right here next time as well. Now, if your schedule won't permit you to tune in, though, you can pick up your own personal copy of this message. The title to ask for is Proverbs, chapters 10 through 15. It's available on CD for only $4. And make sure you share these truths by passing on this study to someone in your church or Bible study once you're through. Now, once again, the title to ask for is Proverbs, chapters 10 through 15. Or simply mention today's date. You can request your copy by writing Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. Or to make your request by phone, call 800-926-1485. Again, that's 800-926-1485. Or the address once again is Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. And thanks for mentioning the call letters of this station when you get in touch. This helps us track the effectiveness of this ministry in your area. And then join us for more Simple Truths right here next time with Pastor Xavier Reese. Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese, a daily half-hour broadcast, is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. www.calvarychapelpasadena.com